Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We feel strong about right and wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And that real American himself, Pete Donaldson. I'm a real American hero. Um, are you okay, Jim? You're I'm fine. Yeah, I'm quietly just, carrying just in the horrified. corner. <laughs> um, uh, well, Chelsea—they've come under fire for their elaborate uh, blow a send-off uh, they gave John Terry. Um, oh, it was—you <laughs> always call it an elaborate blow-off. I've worked for yeah, the comical effect. That's a start. That's as you rude. mean to go on? Yeah. That's road. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to give us a twelve-plus rating. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Garth Crooks was bemused by the whole thing. Oh, I've got yeah. more on Garth later. Actually. All right, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll leave that there then. He's yeah. generally bemused. Isn't yeah. He? But, yeah. yeah. This time it was fairly justified. Well, actually, I quite enjoyed Garth being bemused because normally he's angry. Oh, oh the yeah. bit I've got on him later is anger. Yeah, I was there. Mm, see, yeah. it, it, it takes all the boxes. Reverts back to that. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, if you're in charge of arranging John Terry's send 
off, what would you have done, Jim? Well, clearly, John Terry himself had a big say in all of this, which is amazing, really, when you think about it. So I would have continued that theme um, and done a lot of the stuff for him and basically turned the game into him hosting his own version of This Is Your Life. But yeah. he would have got Sunderland to like recreate his favourite moments. Because they they're complicit <laughs> in this, aren't they? They're, they're absolutely fine with just kicking the ball out and just making a mockery of, um, of, a, of a proper game. Goals for hire. And with the, the, the final bit, say, would he say to David Moore, you don't mind just... just just chucking it in there. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Resign Do a favour. Just, just resign. Yeah, bookend it. Because they, they sound so upset, those fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're not right. happy with you. Yeah. And he'd, he'd be mic'd up as well, like running yeah. around the pitch just talking about stuff. He'd have guests on. And what about a Madonna-type Vogue mic? Uh, well, I wonder about that. I, th- I think I think he, he might like to be handicapped and actually have a proper mic that he's holding. Because <laughs> okay, he's, right. you know, he's directing play anyway. If you know, if he doesn't get a header from a corner, Sunderland will just knock it out again. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he can get hold- the glory. Also, if he's holding the mic and perhaps putting him in some sort of 70s style suit, it'll look a bit like a charity telethon. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, just sort of like a 70s version of a Chelsea kit, obviously. Yeah. Flared socks somehow. <laughs> I mean, John Terry is the 70s version of a man, so... Yeah. <laughs> And, and, he's, and he's as slow as a man who's in his 70s. <laughs> Had a very, very successful career, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, so oh, right. we'll, we'll have an ounce of respect come for You that. invented this bloody question, <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> um, Jim, are you finished? Yeah. I am. Yeah, okay. To I recap, thought you might have... this is your life with John Terry. Yeah, yeah. live on the pitch, mm. him dictating absolutely everything. <laughs> Sunderland just. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not taking it to its logical yeah. conclusion. Really. I was going to say, if you were at the meeting when that was decided, <laughs> because it was decided before the match, I think. Yeah. If you'd have said that, I think that would they would have gone for it. Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the Harlem Globetrotters, one of them was always mic'd up. Is that um, true? Yeah, I saw them once, many, many years ago, Murrayfield Ice Rink, for all those uh, in <laughs> what Edinburgh. What's a night for Steve? It was uh, the Harlem Globetrotters, yeah, was, one of them was mic'd up. Was there not a just gone? Wow. It was, oh, that was before. No, yeah, yeah, what a getting, 90s story that Getting is. high on push pops beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Luke? Um, I've rolled a few ideas around in my mind here. Right. Um, obviously, a lot of the stuff with John Terry you can't use on, on broadcastable stuff, so mm. it's difficult. Mm. I've settled on... Um, dad of the year, that wasn't I'd have got uh, the Beano. <laughs> he did, didn't he? He did win dad of the year. <laughs> that was with uh, Daddy's Sauce as well, Brown Sauce, <laughs> sponsored that one. Yep. So, um, I, think, I think I would have got the Beano to draw a big cartoon for him and put it on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that's the most sensible idea. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, artist in the Beano, Pete? Uh, what do you mean? Oh, I, don't, I don't know. The this is your that. thing. What? The, guy, the, the artist from the Beano. The artist, not the artist from the Beano. The Bash Street Kids. You only do the Bash Street Kids. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay, right. You've sorry, inadvertently okay. uh, I mean, named... Still is from the Beano. Yeah. yeah. You've n- inadvertently named Jim's idea there, because it wouldn't be this is your life, it would be this is your thing yeah. for John Terry. It would be. Mm. This so is your thing. We, 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 I, would, I would get them to do a big cartoon of John Terry mm. doing <laughs> a, um, like, scoring that, and then, like a Roy the Rovers type thing, yeah. and put it, play it on the big screen before the game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd do. There you go, you see. Yeah. Conservative art. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of the Vino, didn't we get an email from a block a few days ago? Um, DC Thompson and Court <laughs> at, <laughs> at hotmail.com <laughs> saying, Hi, Pete, would you like to be in the Vino? <laughs> <laughs> when are you in? I've, I don't know. Well, what? they've not got back to me, to well, be honest. Oh. Jimmy emailed himself. <laughs> He's basically Pete doing it. What? We got a forward to our email inboxes with just a subject line, told you. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what's your answer to this question concerning John Terry and his send off? Uh, t- 21 gun salute. Uh, at John Terry, paintball. <laughs> job Ooh. done. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's not job done, is it? Because you've not explained it. Right. Well, I, th- I don't think he can explain it. End up with John Terry yeah. in bits. There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> 
get it, man. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it would send him off in one way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how? It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> oh, no. Do you think that would make the sort of viewing figures abroad better or worse? I don't know. They wouldn't have resumed the game. No, they wouldn't have. No. Um, Pete, you've d- dragged it into the gutter yet again. Yeah. Not the gutter. I've dragged him into the munitions department. <laughs> dragged him into the trenches. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, I, I would have um, a proper send off after the game. Because that's when it should have happened after the game, or before the game. I've gone after the game, and I would ask Diana Ross to come along and, yeah. and, and do it because she obviously she missed that penalty in the nineteen ninety four. Yeah, more nineties chat. <laughs> Fine, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, mate. <laughs> yeah. uh, in the nineteen ninety four build up to the World Cup, in the opening ceremony, she obviously famously missed that penalty. So I'd say, Diana, you've got a chance now to, to put that right. But then I'd grease the penalty spot, yeah. and she'd run up and slip, thus recreating John Terry's moment in the Champions League uh, final. Did time. he hit the post? He did hit the post. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, right. And he so, cried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the goal exploded, or was that Diana Ross? <laughs> yeah, that was Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. I, uh, I think... Um I think Jim's got the points. Oh, well done, but you can't give him the peak because none of us endorse that. You um, guys have gone soft, lads. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything these days. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete's yeah. gone mad. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. In the Premier League, it was the last day of the 2016-17 season. Oh, it's been and gone. Thank God been for that. Been and gone in the Premier League. Arsenal, they won on the last day, yeah, Jim. Wonderful showed stuff. everyone, didn't it? No fourth place fairy tale for Big no, Bang and those gun not. guns. No. <laughs> and no <laughs> FA Cup final for Longkashel. No, because that was a... That was a Interesting decision, wasn't it? Obviously, very fired up for the game. Um, <laughs> Enter Garth Crooks. So. <laughs> Garth Crooks got absolutely gutted about this. Did you see it on Final? No, score? I didn't see this. Um, he he was fuming with Lauren Koscielny for not leaving the pitch, and Martin Keown was trying. Was on the sofa next to him, mm. was trying to make it clear to Garth that Koscielny was trying to check if it was Valencia, wasn't it? Valencia, yeah. Yeah. Mm. trying to check if Valencia was okay, and that's why he wasn't leaving the pitch. <laughs> Every time Keown tried to say it, Garth was going. Excuse me, Martin. Excuse me, Martin. <laughs> yeah, he does that. Excuse me, Martin. Yeah. Martin. Martin. And then at the end, Keon yeah. just went. And, and Keon, I mean, Martin Keon's yeah. weird. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, next, yeah, next yeah. to Garth, he looks like he looks like I mean, George Clooney. Yeah. So he, he, he um. And he's like, and Kevin Kilban must love it because he comes across. Well, Kilban gr- was next, just laughing. Yeah. Just laughing. I quite like Kilban <laughs> yeah. actually. I think, it, but he 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 looks even more like brilliant next. Kilban's just having a lovely day out. Yeah. Just cracking <laughs> Can't up. Believe his these luck. Two, these two like two bald men fighting over well, a coat. Well, yeah. Garth just sounds constantly like he's discovered something. I, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I believe it. This is off yeah. the scale. Yeah. That, is, I know. that is the best description of Garth Crooks I've ever heard. If you didn't know who he was, and, and you, you had to guess, you'd probably say like scientist that gets brought out to speak on the news. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't <laughs> yeah, think he's an yeah. ex-football. He's a bit like top. Just because it's, it's strange manner. But he's he's a eccentric, bit, isn't he? He's like he's like that historian. Is it something? Oh, David Stark. David, David Stark. He's a yeah, bit yeah, like yeah, he's got a bit of that. Yeah, he got a bit of that. Again, again though, he used to be a really good quick nippy footballer. Yeah, Crooks was a great player. But you can still be a quick nippy footballer and be a weirdo, man. <laughs> well, as we've seen um, from yourself. Yeah. When Kishoni made that challenge, which was a, mm. a hilarious far down the season challenge, did you see Granite Xhaka straight over there? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Granite Xhaka was straight over there. It was almost like Granite Xhaka, yeah, Granite Xhaka was saying, Come on, ref, I'll do worse than that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, have, let's have some perspective. Yeah. It's me here. If, me. if you're going to send him off for that, I'm going to walk as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely mm. incredible. But yeah, what's incredible is how, how little Everton made of their numerical advantage. Yeah, oh, yeah amazing. Yeah, you wouldn't absolutely. really know. Were they. Were they someone one or two people said were they sort of subconsciously go slightly easier because it would have helped Liverpool well from what I've I've heard from David Moyes mate that never happened oh, there's okay, never right, been right, an instance right, right. of anything outside definitely didn't happen when they were at home to Man City that time when Man City no. and, uh, your man Ronnie was disappointed wasn't he 
Or Kuman. Ronnie, of course he will be. Yeah, we'll come out. But uh, he made out that he was disappointed about the result, but I think he was disappointed because he had made a real point by dropping Barkley and then he had to bring him <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were also up to the, the, the. They had got the memo and they brought Davis off on the 26th minute. Yeah, another player. <laughs> As in your honour of John Terry, presumably. Yeah. No, no, other, no other side. Was there a sub in every game? It should have been. Well, another player in, playing in blue were in 26 and got subbed off on the 26th minute. That's strange. a weird coincidence. That, that is very, really weird. very strange. But wow. yeah, I, yeah D- Davis wasn't injured. Was it a tactical thing? Well, apparently so, yeah. Strange, isn't Very it? Twenty six minutes. That clearly didn't work. Like, I think quite profoundly didn't work. But it's not like he took off a defender. I understand Barkley perhaps is a little bit more attacking than Davis, but I, I, it's an odd I, one. That I'll, I'll be honest here. <laughs> I, I assumed it was an injury because I thought there's no way Cooman's going to make a point of not starting Barkley and bringing him on after twenty. Well, look, if, if it was an injury, then I hold my hands up. But there was no. I couldn't find that. Anyway. No, fair enough. Well, yeah, it didn't work either way. Whatever happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about um, Sanchez and Lukaku. Uh, Going for the golden boot and, and Harry Kane. Oh, I made an absolute bell end of myself. Well, well, none not, of us picked so you up. So. Yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, but Harry Kane then scored what four goals against Leicester. He scored seven it? goals in two games in the last two. Yeah. Games. I'll have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll leap, leapfrog the pair of you. But it, to be fair, though, all joking aside, it was actually a decent win for Arsenal it, because it they were down to ten men and actually they looked like they could have scored four or five. Yeah, they did what they had to do. I mean, it's, if you put yourself in a position where you're relying on the teams in nineteenth and seventeenth, in the, you know, in the, by the end of the last day, then you know, you, is you that can't the really, problem? Yeah, well, you can't really, um, you can't really complain, can you? And um, it, it's amazing. We've got more points and more goals than last season, and seventy-five points is a record for a team finishing fifth. And we had seventy-one last year, finished second, second yeah, which I shows know. you how profoundly different these seasons have been. Well, that, yeah, that, that would have been sixth this season. Mad. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, that, again, that, that that ties into the whole Leicester City winning. Yeah, quite last season, but you know they, they um, still got it. Sky Sports News were excellent today because they they gave um, they were doing a lot on the um, the fact that Stan Kroenke had, Kroenke had turned down the shit the offer mm. from Usmanov, um, and they, they were obviously covering that. And they said, but we've got some good news for Arsenal fans. They, they've had an offer accepted for a 19-year-old Belgian striker. <laughs> hey, hey. You know what? I think we, we might have to sort of, uh, you know, being in the Europa League is obviously going to affect the transfers um, or the transfer strategy a lot. So I think we're going to have to start looking at younger prospects and maybe sort of perhaps undervalued How can it change? Listen, because that hasn't actually happened that much in recent years. They, they've not been <laughs> signing sort of the, the young prospects in the way they, the way they did. Uh-huh. So I think they might just sort of have to return to that a little bit. The, the, the player they're after, Henry Onyakuru, he was a joint top scorer in the Belgian league uh, this season for like quite a small club. And I, did, I dug a little bit down about him, and, and he was joint top scorer with Andalex uh, Lucas Teodorosic. Um, but because Teodorosic got more away goals, he got given the goal. Is that boot. what they do? I've wow. never heard of that before. Wow. Have you? No, I, I, I it didn't... normally goes per minute, doesn't it? Like how many goals per minute or assists or something like well, that. Was a di- they can work a... that out nowadays, can't they? Yeah. Back in the day, but he got more away goals. So he got the, oh, that's he got interesting. The there was that horrible uh, situation in was it the 2010 World Cup or 2000, 2010 when when Muller was given the the golden boot when about four or five players finished on four or five goals, yeah. mm. and because he had the most assists, he got it. I thought well, that's nonsense. Yeah, that's he could, have, he could that's have, have what it all is. of the. Yeah, exactly. It's a completely yeah. different discipline. That's the, the other golden boot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like you take your your invoke with a completely separate skill yeah. into yeah. it. Yeah. And then so also, like, he's the best at cooking pasta, so he gets yeah. it. <laughs> <Doesn't> <laughs> he might as well. Yeah. He's a great singer. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might. You'd be better off saying, "Well, who scored the most goals in off the bar?" 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'd actually be in favour of that. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. I think Goals we all off the bar a lot better. Yeah, as we saw at Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Arsenal won, they, they finished fifth. I mean, will the, will Wenger use that when he signs a new contract, a, a new contract, Sam? What was record-breaking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be an John idea. John Motson was funny in, in, on the match of the day as well. Just leave it there. He sa- <laughs> yeah. He said, um, and you know, these Arsenal fans, they'll be glued to their transistor radios. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking that's about? Amazing. Yeah. What are you talking about? Just in case they get the four-minute warning. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to say DAB anymore. Deary me. Of course, Arsenal they didn't finish fourth because Liverpool no. beat Middlesbrough 3 0. The Reds did their job. Certainly did. Although, God, I was watching that game, obviously supporting Middlesbrough, which is a strange feeling. And oh, they, yeah. they just they just fell apart in Liverpool's half. Like every so time. Familiar, and, and I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, like, just over the halfway line. <laughs> well, they should have had a penalty. Oh, perhaps. absolutely, they should have. But yeah. I find it funny, Jimmy, that you watch them for a game, or obviously you're an Arsenal fan, and you watch them for a game, and you just you sounded exhausted saying. That. Those yeah, no, poor middle oh, absolutely. They've had yeah, it all season. Of course. You know, Patrick Bamford, he could have had a penalty. A friend of mine who's a uh, big Liverpool fan, he, he sent me a message before the Liverpool game. <laughs> He's, he, he takes it quite seriously. Right. You know, Liverpool fans <laughs> can be very earnest, can't they? They mm. can be. All he, football fans. He sent me a message um, 20 minutes before kickoff saying, one last nail biter, then three ish months of well deserved break from football. I'm sick of the game and the way it messes me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it should it? be fun. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like he needs a stomach tablet. <laughs> I do. Yeah, if you're watching. Watching something, it's a bit like someone who watches, I don't know, a soap or a drama or something. They go, oh, I hate this. Well, stop watching it then. Yeah. It's as simple as that. But, um, they, they did, they did labour a little bit. I mean, obviously the they goal did. was really important just before half time. They, they, um, there was a really clumsy challenge for on Bamford. He could have had a penalty. Yeah, um, and that could have set the frighteners up a yeah. no end. It, it, it would have, but I don't think they'd have they'd have won the game. Liverpool just had too much. They just needed to get their nerves out of the way, get that first goal, and they were they were pounding Middlesbrough. I oh, mean, yeah. a lot of it was shots from distance, and Brad yeah. Guzan wasn't really unnecessary. Like too, you know. Badly challenged before that. What a goal it was, though, from Ronaldo. Great, yeah. I think Ronaldo's had a you know, fairly decent season at Liverpool, actually. He's mm. made that transition because they obviously signed him from Newcastle. And I've got to say, I, I did think, you know, he's a decent player, obviously. Would he, would he go, you know, regularly play in that Liverpool side under Klopp? I mean, obviously they signed him, but. It's got to be go down as a good season for Ronaldo. I, I think Liverpool. Yeah, I Liverpool. So. I, I maintain this, and I've said this quite a lot more recently. I think Klopp's done really well for the squad they've got, mm. and I think now it's a really big summer ahead of them because they're <clears throat> clearly moving into Champions League football. Mm. And, and there was a time, maybe not so long ago, where it didn't matter they weren't in Champions League football so much because they're such a big club mm. anyway. It was it was very romantic and, and, and glamorous for for players to sign for them. Now they're in the Champions League, yeah. presuming they get get ahead of the uh, get get through on the playoff. They need to sign players to really kick on. Mm. And it's a massive summer for a club that big because now they've almost like they've gone on for so long about how being back at this top table again. Now they're there. That Klopp's now got to do what essentially he, he has promised to do. I think you're absolutely right because if you look at that, that squad, it's decent. Uh, the manager's obviously a good manager. They finished in the top four there. Good season. That's a good season for, 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 for Liverpool. You couldn't see them without one or two significant changes going on and finishing above the likes of Spurs and Chelsea. No, next I, I, en- I enjoyed the post match interviews I saw, one from Klopp and one from Milner, and they both seemed to say, look, you know, they weren't, they weren't sort of cock a hoop about it. Milner, mm. particularly. I mean, I he's very he's, pragmatic. He's quite though. drab anyway, but he mm. was saying, look, I came here to win trouble. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. here to uh, fine we've done the minimum requirement mm-hmm. let's move on now and Klopp was sort of similar in his sentiment as well so clearly they're not treating it as a summit which, yeah. is, which is important yeah. mm. I mean look they've finished above Arsenal and Manchester United yeah. so that's that's good goings they, they were just what edged out by, by Guardiola's Manchester yeah. City 
the Spurs and Chelsea are the pace setters. I mean, Spurs have finished the season as the best side in England, mm. you would say, but obviously Chelsea's early, uh, earlier season form with those 13 wins in yeah. on the bounces. Well, Chelsea won 30 games this season. Yeah. Which, which is a record, isn't it? But that, but that is a message of, to, to any manager. So just get them firing early and get them firing. Give them that bedrock to kind of kick on. I like the fact oh. that, I like the stat of the 30 wins is a record, but I, I'd like to know if, if a, um, if a, Three draws is a record for a title winning side because that seems like a very low amount of draws. Mm. When, when Arsenal went undefeated, they drew quite a lot of games. Uh, yeah, didn't a they? lot of games. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be interested to know that. No one's telling me that. I think no, but you're absolutely right because you know the 93 points and the 30 wins is is phenomenal. But yeah, like hardly any draws. I don't like um, old Mourinho, Man yeah. United, you know. But their neighbours, Man City, got a good win at Watford. I mean, I say a good win. I think yes. if we'd have formed an eleven, we'd have had a chance. <laughs> yeah, what a what a romp. <laughs> no <laughs> centre backs. Yeah, David Moyes is looking at this guy. My God, <laughs> City are rampant. Do you he's so good. Do you reckon he's giving Watford a call? Just, just yeah. if, you, if you want to play that bad in the Premier League every week, yeah. I, mean, I remember our chat on Thursday talking about you know players are always playing for their future. Well. They're always it's, it's that sort of attitude that's got them to where they are today. But one thing is real positive for Man City is they'll have um, Wilfred Bonny back from his explosive loan at Stoke this season. <laughs> In which he scored uh, two goals all season and couldn't force his way into a front line containing a 36-year-old Peter Crouch yeah. and a 29-year-old uh, Mame Baramdjouf who's managed 21 Premier League goals his entire career. There you go. How bad has Bonnie been? Well, yeah, true. Crouchy, not bad though. He finished with 10, didn't he, for the season? Yeah, getting it. He scored a lovely goal, climbing all over the fullback. Yeah. Lovely yeah. to see. Isn't he, I think this was on Match of the Day, is he not now the player to score the most headers in the Premier that League? Was, I think that's, like that. that happened before. That's, that, he, right. he, Unless someone's taken it back off him, he had that record. For I think a while. he did have that record. Yeah. I think he was about four above Shearer. Yeah, um, but still though, you know, Amazing. using his height. Yeah, why not? Using these sides. Think, He's got Guardiola, a good height for a big man. Yeah, do you think right. marking on his calendar when uh, when Wilfred Bonny's reporting back to the <laughs> <laughs> training? Well, <laughs> oh, Bonny Day. Hashtag Bonny Day. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have, 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 have a party. I think he's on the phone to, to, to Stoke going, who else you got up front? <laughs> Crowd's most headed goals. Well, we don't have a plan B or C. The great thing <laughs> about, Get him in. The great thing about Bonny is he got two goals all season. They're both against Swansea. They were. One yeah, game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bonny, he's clearly a decent player. He's just not worked out for him no. whatever this well, season. That's, that's the danger, isn't it, when players... Particularly in January, they make moves to the big clubs, sort of yeah. backing themselves. Uh, Denver Bar was an example of that as well when he went to uh, to Chelsea from from Newcastle, and it just it worked for a bit, and then just it fell away, and, and, and off he went. And you, you feel for these players, but he ruined Liverpool's title bid before. He, he though, did do that. <laughs> that's true. I can't remember the exact <laughs> quote, but there was a brilliant quote from Bonnie when he had. I think it was it was probably when he was away for the African Cup of Nations. And he was asked about why he was not getting the Stoke side or whatever, and uh, and the newspaper reported him saying, "I don't know what's happening. It's a farcical." situation I was like Bonnie didn't say that he did yeah. not say that yeah absolutely well, he's not going to get much joy at Manchester City if there's talk of Sergio Aguero maybe being dropped for Gabriel Jesus so Bonnie's days you, you would imagine would be yeah. um, numbered there so he'd probably be off um, but it's interesting for Man City like this talk of Sergio Aguero and, and, and so on and so forth isn't it I mean, surely there's room for Aguero in that side. Is it, yeah, is, I is mean, it also his best return goals-wise, and it's this. Yeah, he's, was I he thirty-four. I think it's his think, best return in his in his entire yeah. time there. I think are people assuming that um, Jesus has been signed as a replacement because even Gabriel Jesus has been saying this week, oh, "I really don't want him to go. He's brilliant. You know, I'm learning well, a lot from uh, him." Or maybe he just wants to move on. But Ian Acho has been linked to where as well, so they, mm. they need to they're going to need to strengthen at some point. Yeah, I'd, I'd say what um, Zabaleta going to West Ham. That's a decent sign that for is. West Ham. He's been an amazing servant for them. It appears to be, doesn't it? We'll see. And then. 
he's hugely Sorry, popular. I was just going to say he's hugely popular with Man City fans. I've mm. right. So like, really heart, real heart on his sleeve type player, mm. isn't he? You know, Very much so. Yeah, and, and Clichy says that he'll be off. Um, but, but, so there's be, a lot uh, of good buys this what, weekend all over Europe, wasn't there? Absolutely. Really? But the, the summer will be interesting at Manchester City. It always is because they've got a big checkbook, of course. And Guardiola does like to. But, some, but the interesting quote to take from what Guardiola said this from this weekend's football is he was asked about how they can improve next season, and he said, oh, we, "We just weren't ruthless enough." Which actually is is the opposite of what I thought he'd say. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to strengthen defensively. Mm. Well, but yeah, it, it does tell you a lot about his philosophy, though, doesn't it? it Which doesn't he care about he's, defending. Yeah, quite. Yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's he said earlier in the season, that. didn't he? I don't, I don't coach my players. Oh, but he says that though. But he was he was making kissy faces at um, Bonucci before he signed a longer term yeah, deal yeah. at Juventus, which <laughs> any also, manager. Ever would want Bonucci in their side? Of course. Did you see old Pep's uh, sweat patches as well? Oh, I, I, do you know what I did? I did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Leaky get him, get him lasered. Leaking like a sieve, Dawson. Leaking like Dawson pre-operation. How's that working out for you, by the way? Listen all right, it's been all right. It's update. still the best money I've ever spent, to be honest. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's saying something. I know. I've ever spent. I've There was an advert for Clavinovas. In the sale was that at like the a, Yamaha like shop around like the corner, electronic keyboard type thing. Yeah, I remember I bought two pianos. Yeah, and they were like mm. they're on sale. I was like, oh, hello. How much? Well, cheaper than you would usually spend on a clap. Well, I, I know. I understand the concept of a sale. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking how much it was. Yeah, well, I think they were down to something like four hundred and fifty pounds, Luke. <laughs> oh, yeah, cheaper twice well, the price. Yeah. How many did you get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on sale. How much? Well, they were cheaper than they were before. Don't you know how much those items normally are? Yeah. Like, well, whatever I tell you, you're going to go. Is that a good price for a clavinova or not? Because yeah. you don't know. No, do no, you? Whatever you're going to say, we're going to go. You're an absolute mug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on that theme, a lot of listeners won't remember the two pianos farce. Can you remind us of what actually happened? I bought my friend a piano, Normal. but I'd accidentally <laughs> bidded on two of them, and I received two pianos. And that's they were like actually they were technically clavinovas, but they're really heavy eighties. Stop ones. saying clavinova. No. <laughs> And the, the, that's only half the story because the other part of the story is do you, know, do you remember this is that he obviously he had two pianos didn't need them mm. so he, try, he tried to sell one and the day he tried to sell it he dropped it down the stairs oh yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon oh, man yeah. that's a write off that is a write off <laughs> what did you do with it how did you get rid of a smashed piano I think one of them went to a church <laughs> brilliant yeah so enjoy, the, enjoy on, that high C on the armpit god on, on the armpit operation. On the armpit operation. Yeah, you can right, bring let's, it back let's, to let's that. Let's get on my greatest hits. Still yeah. go back to football. No, I just want just one final question. Right. Is, as it, uh, greatest was, hits. Was there? Yeah. Was there like, I'll have you, you know. What, I had the five great thing about people. That from Jim is because he couldn't get out quick enough to just drink yeah. some water. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say when you had your operation done to remove the sweat glands from under your arms? I didn't remove it. They lasered them. So they, there was no like they injected me with a numbing <laughs> ointment. I apologise. And then they lasered me. Can I just about some? Somebody injecting people or something. Hello. Yeah. Can I just um, the final question is: yeah. Was right. there a shelf life? Right? Was there an understanding? It's only going to last for a certain amount no. of time. It's no, no, that's the thing. It's gone. Done. Gone now. Right, Done. Okay. Gone. Okay. Anyway, Guardiola needs a bit of that. He can definitely <laughs> afford it. He can definitely afford it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just stopped wearing blue shirts. Do you remember the yeah. Spain coach in uh, was it 2002 World Cup? I forget who it was. Yeah, terrible <laughs> trouble under there. I mean, to be fair, he was in a very hot climate, but that was a, quite a media story you're back in his homeland. You're a man who can suffer. I, well, I, the whole lot goes for me. So you think it's, you think it's the same colour? Actually, that's yeah. the you're, you're all or nothing there. Yeah, exactly, you can't yeah. be halfway yeah. with that kind of nonsense. <laughs> Full coverage. Um, but yes, uh, Watford will have a, a new manager probably quite soon, and and oh, another manager probably. Up, Quite soon after that, yeah. Yeah. they'll be queuing up. The, the commentator, commentators are meant to be impartial, obviously, but they are meant to um, uh, be d- 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 descriptive of what's going on. What Watford were absolutely woeful, is yeah. what the commentator <laughs> said after the game. I've never but, were though. Yeah. But that's scathing. 
Have you ever heard a commentator that skated? Uh, Mick McCarthy w- in a World Cup. Cup. Well, okay, true. Yeah, yeah, but do just... you remember it was a g- He even said something like, I know we're supposed to big these games up, but this has been awful. <laughs> Amazing. That was the same game yeah. where he started. And it was a game he was managing. <laughs> he started off that game, and it was a game. It was something like Ireland against Liechtenstein or something. And he said at the start of that game, just to let everyone know, I can't pronounce a left back's name, so I'm just going to call him left back. <laughs> in the first minute, in the first minute of the game, just right on phonetically. Yeah. You've seen the packs mm. they get given. Yeah. With the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, thanks. Foreign muck, not having it. Yeah. <laughs> I love a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk more Premier League after this. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night of crystals. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's time for emails with Pete Donaldson. Yes, I heard the show last week. Somebody having a dig about it. I'm very slow with getting my emails out. So here's the email. Shut up, everyone. Ian! <laughs> well Ian? done, you're doing your job. Yeah, Ian. Can I just... We've got the predictions. <laughs> Don't slow down the emails. The emails ain't never going to stop. Have you got the predictions ready? Uh, yeah, I've got the predictions with me. Right, okay. They're coming in a bit. Coming yeah. in a yeah. bit. Right, go on. I'm just trying emails. to save time for later. <laughs> for later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your nickname is. Uh, hello, Ramblers. <laughs> when I was a kid growing up in Anfield in the 80s John Barnes used to stay in the flat above the dentist round the corner from my house before matches Ooh. or at least that was the rumour who was it? <laughs> <laughs> what a <weird> rumour <laughs> you're that dentist yeah round the corner from my house yeah, John Barnes lives there yeah. <laughs> that's amazing there was one in my hometown that Tupac worked in a chip shop in Hornchurch right, right. the guy who I mean, less that, likely. thought you were an idiot if you didn't yeah. believe yeah. it um, um, my, 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 mate, um, my mate Tommy West Ham fan he's from Epping Mm. and uh, he said that he maintains that when he was a kid he won a pair of tickets to a West Ham game um, through like Junior Hammers or whatever something like that and he said he maintains to this day that one day um, when he won the tickets they were hand delivered through his letterbox by uh, Tim Breaker who's <laughs> 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 like playing for the first game <laughs> yeah. at the time really oh, is that on your way home can you pop in anyway one year when my mate and I were doing Penny for the Guy outside the local video shop John Barnes actually gave us a 
a quid as he, as he was leaving the dentist. As much as that. So there we go. He just gave you a quid when you it's were leaving the dentist. It's not a quid, dentist. it's a penny, John. <laughs> <laughs> Which felt a big deal at the time because no one gave that much. We were just happy to uh, see John Barnes. So he did live above the yeah. dentist, maybe. No one gave that much, a pound. <laughs> well, this is the 16th century. Yeah. I like this one. Uh, Michael. Hello, Michael. He says, I thought I'd add my story to the football generosity charts, uh, although uh, I reckon that this one should come in at the bottom for the pile uh, of the pile for the sheer footballing crime. Uh, a good few years back, back I was at my local sports store when Birmingham captain Jeff Kenner came in oh, yeah. and started oh, yeah. and started looking at the boots. I was there with my dad also looking at the boots. He joked that he'd been looking at sofas in the shop next door, but Trevor Francis's wife, the then Blues manager's wife, had come in. He wanted to get some extra points by seeing, seeing to be looking at the boots. What? So he ran next door and looked at the boots, this apparently. Is, is according to Jeff, according yeah. to Jeff Kenner. And he's only looking at sofas. He's not like, looking at bongs or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sofa looks a bit comfortable. Don't want you getting fat. Imagine, imagine, he's not like he was buying a poster with, it, with a, I like the Pope, the Pope yeah, smoked yeah, yeah. tape on it. Take me to your dealer. <laughs> Yeah. As if the wife's going to say, you know that, Jeff Kenner? Yeah. He, he likes to sit down. Yeah, he's full of himself, yeah, he's, he's, he's new sofa. L-shaped sofa. Yeah, Sell him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he thinks Blacker. he's the king. Yeah. Uh, uh, imagine king uh, there's only one sofa at our club, and it's mine, the manager's. Yeah. Uh, imagine how shocked I was when I found out that the following weekend, in the same store, my mate got uh, bought a brand new pair of Nike Vapors by blues player Olivier Tabili. I can't oh, remember yeah, Tebili, him. Tebili, yeah, Tebili. Tebili, yeah, um, to rub salt in the wound, he was wearing a villa shirt at the time. So there we go. Huh. Michael. Uh, following on story. from your chat, this is Ollie, uh, following on from your chat about Carlisle's bizarre goal difference of almost zero, yet then being in the playoffs of League 2, I thought I'd mention the bizarre situation of my beloved Norwich City finishing in their highest ever league position of third in the first Premier League season. Mm. With a goal difference of minus four. Yeah, amazing. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. This is a thread that interests me. I'd like to hear more of that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Heavy losses to Blackburn uh, at 7 1, Spurs 5 1, and Liverpool 4 1 didn't help matters. Still, though. Yeah. Yeah. Third. Third. Yeah. I mean, Norwich third is, is crazy as it is. <laughs> so if you can think of any more, like relegated teams with high goal difference or. Uh... Canaries on their perch. That mm. was with uh, Chris Sutton and Raw Fox, wasn't it? No, was, you're going off piece there, Jim. I can't remember. He's not that good. He might like, be I right. You might maybe Robert there. Fleck. Should yeah. we throw him well, Brian played, Gunn must have been they there. They played yeah. Bayern Munich in, uh, in Europe, didn't they, famously? And Robert That's Fleck right. was there. And Jeremy Goss played Jeremy Goss, yeah. 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 Is that is all the emails picked? That's all the emails. Yeah. Yeah. I have got highlight of the week for later on. Okay. So you don't take it to the end of the emails, but I just put some down. The folded arm lets it fizzle out. The folded arm. If you want to get involved, show at thefootballramble.com. Mm. Email us. Let us know about goal difference and, and Nike vapors. Yeah, yeah. amazing. And footballers buying sofas. Mm. Yeah, behind me, O'Reilly. Um, where are we? Oh yes, Sunderland. <laughs> um, Chelsea five, Sunderland one. David Moyes' Sunderland nightmare is finally over. Yay! He woke himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deary me. Um, they took the lead after three minutes. Is yeah, that fair, was funny, wasn't it? Is it fair to say that David Moyes' biggest contribution to this season <laughs> was arranging for his own team to get the ball out 26 minutes in so John Terry could have a send <laughs> That's the only wise, thing. That's genuinely right, isn't that's it? That's the only thing that will make a montage this season. And he's, and he's resigned. Um, and that's With the, his head held high. It's like, it's, like, it's like he suddenly thought to myself... Yeah, I've hit rock bottom here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot do anything more. Yeah. I threaten violence on a woman. Yeah, yeah. and it's got one relegated team. <laughs> Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. He, he went to Sunderland to rebuild his reputation. <laughs> he did. Yeah. What? With what, the fans or the women? <laughs> the big Sam power vacuum. This is worth bearing in mind, he's only four years into his six-year United contract. <laughs> <laughs> he's essentially been sacked three times. <laughs> he didn't take any... To be fair, he didn't take any money out of Sunderland for uh, resigning, so... <laughs> well, 
Well, actually, yeah, thinking about that, that's not really a big deal, is it? When you say taking money out of the line, see him like going to the cash point at like one minute <laughs> yeah. to midnight and then quickly getting out of town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, given, given the layoffs, that's the least he could do. Mm. He, he, he can't be going, look, sack them dinner, ladies. I want my compensation. Yeah, no, but he, yeah, but he resigned. He didn't get sacked. No, no, but that's what I mean, though. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Um, so you can imagine Moyes going in to collect his things and thinking, yeah, everyone there looks really gutted. I, I, was, I was thinking, yeah, gutted he didn't do it in February, mate. Because Sunderland always flirt with relegation and change the manager yeah. around that sort of time, and it's always fine. You've been saying we were going to get relegated since August. Why didn't you quit then? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but Michael Gray had a really interesting exclusive on on the TV today. He, Michael Gray came on. They asked him about the Sunderland situation when the news broke that he had, mm. he had, been, he had been he had resigned. At least he knew for a fact that two players knocked on David Moyes' door the day um, before um, Sunday's game, refusing to play. Wow. Saying, saying, don't pick me, I don't want to play. And um, the interviewer asked Michael Gray, can you tell us who they are? And Michael Gray, Mickey Gray didn't want to tell him, but yeah, he eventually said one of them was Lamina Kone. Really? Right. He, said, right. He, doesn't, he, he doesn't want to say who the other one was. But one of them I've was got Lamina an idea Kone. who the other one was, yeah. but there we are. Yeah. Um, so imagine, I mean, to be fair to Moyes, I mean, that's pretty pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Moyes, no wonder Moyes <laughs> wanted to blame in let yeah, Taylor have yeah. his send yeah, players yeah. don't want to play anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. well and truly lost the dressing room at that point. Um, it's yeah. the best thing for both parties. Just thought I'd drop it now. Jermaine Defoe's reportedly talking to Bournemouth because he can leave on a free. Everyone going to Bournemouth. I yeah. think so. Is that what's it's going a on? Spot. It's it, a it really is. Place. Yeah, it really is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, too bad. Well, I mean, I, I, although apart from the stag do's on a Saturday, yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, it's got, you get it's that got, in most places now. It's got terrible you? Bournemouth though. Really, really bad. Oh. Yeah, I was asked to miles there. I noticed that. Were you a part of the problem last time? Well, went for mine, wasn't it? But with the John Terry send off thing, I mean, I don't want to get, I don't want to go too over the top about it, but it was pretty poor, wasn't it? It was. It's pretty. Do you guys remember? Not much has been made of this, and I forgot to say this to you guys earlier. 2015, I think it was. They did the same with Drogba. After half an hour, Drogba was subbed off, and they all the carried, guard of honor. They all carried him off. Right? Do you know what I mean? It wasn't a guard of honor, but they all carried think, him but off. The, the, but the difference was, and and this is, uh, it wasn't Drogba's idea. It wasn't Drogba's <laughs> idea. No, the, the difference was is that looked quite a spontaneous kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Whereas all the talk was, and that's what Kilban was saying and Co. Um, that this was contrived, and if it's contrived, and if it was completely planned, now okay, you could say Drogba it was planned to take him off after thirty <coughs> minutes or whatever it was, but but the way it all happened, it was kind of like no 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 that that seemed to be um, that's what they were going to do. The fact yeah. that it was in the twenty six minute blah 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 blah, well, which is which is a bit. I, I don't think it's any secret that Terry actually requested it. Yeah, well, that's, that's been did, out there I mean, in the media. Did, did, he, he well, and then, and then, and then there's, there's talk of people investigating betting patterns, and you get all kind of uh, interesting stuff there. So yeah. um, it's 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 a problem. But also, I think with that, you kind of does it have to get really really poor? Does it have to get really really awful? Does it have to get to the bottom of the barrel of this mawkishness, this yeah, yeah, stupidity yeah. before <laughs> it gets better? Do we have to just draw a line under this and go? This has been a season full of banners and reprehensible uh, plain banner work, yeah. and just crap. Applauses every. Every second minute of the bloody match, do we have to just yeah. draw a line with this? It's got really bad. Let's just have none of this ever again. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, this season has been dog shit. <laughs> Pete! Dog <laughs> shit. Is that going to go on the gif we're going to put on the Twitter? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this season... End of season round at me going, this has been dog shit. <laughs> Peter, Newcastle won a league title <laughs> this season. <laughs> this is it, isn't it? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Yeah, and they spoiled, were flying a bloody banner over the bloody Sunderland match, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. Some dickhead. I don't know if they spoiled it. You still going up <laughs> <laughs> to be fair um, if you're a Chelsea fan you probably quite enjoyed the season yeah. and, and also Terry's not really being sort of 
you know, he's it, not really been very visible this season, isn't it? So how fitting that his final contribution <laughs> to the game would be one that denigrates it. <laughs> he got really annoyed when they went a goal down as well. But, but you know, Roy, Roy Smith in the Times put it where he said that John Terry appears to be a man who's so desperate to enrich his reputation, all he's done in his final mm. season is essentially diminish it. Yeah. Uh, he should, I mean, if you look at if you look at that, I mean, I know it's you know, I don't want to. It, it's not even really in my day anyway, because it was long before my day. But I always, I, whenever this sort of stuff happens, and Pete's right when he says mawkishness, but whenever this sort of stuff happens, I'm always reminded of that YouTube video of um, Bob Paisley um, being uh, forced into doing This Is Your Life mm. with um, mm. on the BBC. Mm-hmm. Where they, and for those of you who don't remember that, it's like a show where they just, they celebrate someone's life and achieve great things. And, and apparently, it took them absolutely ages, like months of a massive orchestrated thing, uh, because he just didn't want any fuss. And this is a guy who won the European Cup three times <laughs> as a manager. Right. Yeah, it's the complete polar opposite to that. And it makes me, it reminds me of that Clay Davis uh, quote in The Wire. It makes me sad, motherfucker, Ooh. how far we done fell. <laughs> <laughs> There's not quite dignity anymore. Can't no. we just, can't that's, somebody that's, leave that's the that's a bit rich. Hollywood. <laughs> that is a bit rich, Dawson. And that's why he should be shot. That's what started the show. One of the things I read today was comparing him to N'Golo Kante, which is perhaps unfair, because Kante won, won a couple of big um, awards didn't he, this, this season, and, and it uh, hasn't really made much fuss. But the great thing I learned about that is that he drives a Mini, who can't oh. can play? I like it's the thought of that. Just nipping fitting. in the gas yeah, yeah. on the motorway. I'd be surprised if he did it Fred Flintstone style yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. um, he's that sort of strong and quick and all the rest yeah. of it. But um, I think with John Terry, it, it is a shame because he's had a phenomenal career. Yeah. An absolutely phenomenal career. And you're right when you say that about the um, about this send-off because now we're talking about how, how silly the send-off is for a guy who's had a blisteringly he, good he, career. He, he, doesn't, he just doesn't understand that his career itself, his playing career itself, is, is testament enough to what he's mm. achieved. And he doesn't need to ram that home any more than his playing career would, would, would have done anyway. Yeah. And, and, it, and it is a more, more of a, a wider point about Chelsea generally. Chelsea are a club who, I mean, we talk about Liverpool, Manchester United and all these other big clubs mm-hmm. in, 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 um, in the country and how you know their golden years whether they'd be in the 80s with Liverpool or the 70s or whatever and then in the 90s with United and all this other stuff Chelsea are a club who are very much burnishing their mm-hmm. reputation and making their history now aren't they mm. I and mean, they were saying in the evening standard this week um, and they named the top 10 Chelsea players ever uh, five of the top six were players who've played for them in the of last course. 20 years you know, mm. it, was, it was like Lampard, Lampard, Terry, Zola, Czech and the only one who wasn't was, um, was, was Osgood yeah. so mm-hmm. this is a team who, are, who it's a very modern story isn't it Chelsea yeah. so in a way it's almost a bit like they are so desperate to celebrate genuine club greats mm-hmm. who unquestionably are their best ever players yeah. in Lampard and Terry that they just go way over the top of it and mm. someone like Terry's reputation yeah. and his ego is able mm. just to run wild without anyone sort of reining in or checking it at yeah, all. You didn't have, I mean, I know it's a different situation a bit but, you know, a few comparisons could have been made with Zabaleta and Man City and that mm. was, was done without a fuss. I, th- I think though, the problem for both Chelsea and City as well with being sort of very recently moneyed sort of nouveau new riche super clubs is they've, there's a danger they feel a bit more like a brand than a club so there is this kind of real desire to celebrate these things as you say and Very having true. said that Liverpool did do a sort of farewell tour for Steven Gerrard yeah. didn't they so I forgot about that there we are <laughs> um, uh, Harry Kane let's talk about Harry Kane and mm. Spurs they beat Hull 7-1 Kane as we said made sure he got the golden boot bad end to Marco Silva's career if it was his last match yeah. at Hull which it almost certainly is Deli Alley looks embarrassed to score and that was only at 3-0 yeah <laughs> they didn't stop though did they no, no. <laughs> this is like when Germany when Germany said at half time against Brazil in the semi-final oh we felt a bit bad so we better keep the score down but why didn't you then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the, basically, in the last um, 72 or so hours since I said that um, it's a straight shootout between Sanchez and Lukaku for the Golden Boot, Harry Kane scored seven Premier League. <laughs> G'd him up. Yeah, well, well, Hull sort of scored theirs. So I got, oh, can we have one? And then Spurs said, yeah, you can, but what? 
follows right. will be goal fest. <laughs> yeah. with, with, with Kane, you've got. I mean, it's hard to not that you necessarily look for a weakness in a player's game, but it's hard to hard to yeah. find with him. And you, you, if you look at the, um, he's I mean, got the lot. Twenty nine Premier League goals. If you look at, if you look back over the years in terms of the top scorers charts, year, season by season, he's in pretty exalted company. I mm-hmm. mean, he's in mm-hmm. Terry Henry, Luis Suarez, Cristiano Ronaldo, those t- Alan Shearer, those types of players. And he's got to be considered. You know, one of the very best strikers in the world. Now. He scores every type of goal as well. I know that, that when people say, when talk about most improved player, it's often given to the guy who's a bit of a duffer in the side and all the rest of it. Not that he's been given that award or anything. But you look at how much he's improved in the last few years. Mm. It's phenomenal. Yeah, Clive Allen said, didn't he? Clive Allen said the biggest difference between Harry Kane and the other, a lot of the other young players we've got here. This is at the time. Yeah. He said that Kane loves football. It's he just, absolutely but it's breathtaking it. because when he was when he was uh, you know coming onto the scene when he played in goal that time for. A yeah. Or two. Yeah. You know, he looked like he's got the tools to be a pretty decent Premier League striker. You know, yeah. not you like think he, he might get a move to Stoke in the future, sort of thing. Perhaps yeah. you know, he's not like lightning quick. He's not, uh, you know. But, particularly skillful in a kind of flashy kind of sense he doesn't sort of beat men for fun like a sort of a nippy winger or anything like that you think to yourself generally speaking he's a pretty good all round footballer and, but and his positional play is very important his, yeah. is his close control right. is amazing but as well. his improvement has been in all those areas. Yeah. So when you improve tenfold in all those areas, you become a pretty damn yeah. good centre forward. And he's such a direct player as yeah. well. It's very difficult to shut him out of a game. Yeah, I think that's a, a, um, perhaps an advantage he has over Romelu Lukaku. Like he d- Kane just needs a sniff of something, and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll turn and, it and, into a and, chance. And Kane doesn't seem to do anything different when he's playing in a big game. Mm. I think Lukaku can try a little bit, and it might be to do with the fact that Everton perhaps struggle mm. to feed him as much against big, bigger, better teams, and Spurs don't so much. But Kane doesn't seem to change. I remember I said a while. When, when Spurs beat Arsenal, my, for me the most impressive thing was they just didn't, they didn't, they just played the game. They didn't care about who, who they were playing against. Mm. Um, Kane just claims like that against everyone. Mm. He, he he plays the same way, um, treats everyone the same, which is basically with disdain and just rams the goals home. Twenty nine this season, absolutely incredible, it's absolutely remarkable. And before we go to the Premier League predictions, quickly to Manchester United, obviously won two nil. Wayne Rooney going off for a sixteen year old yeah. lad while he was wearing the armband and all. Yeah, yeah, you know, it looks like a farewell, doesn't it? It certainly does. Although he, he didn't, well, I mean, I, I doubt he was offered a farewell because he clearly wants to stay at Manchester United and all the rest of it. But could it could be the last of Rooney. And uh, I'm confused as to why Everton seem to be. I mean, that, that rumor about Everton won't go away. I, I don't know. I don't really know why. Other than the fact that he's an Everton fan and he's from the area and all that stuff, I don't really know why they want. Cooman mentioned it. Cooman said that they would. Yeah, but I don't know why he wants him. I don't know why. It's the same with John Terry going yeah. to another Premier League club. Mm. I, I mean, like, Terry's had an amazing career. And we've done that. And I don't want to denigrate the guy straight away but in my opinion Terry's absolutely gone there's, there's no way another Premier League team should be signing John Terry unless it's on like, like a coach capacity but there is another Premier League side that should sign Wayne Rooney in the form of Newcastle United well, that would be lovely for it this show it would be great wouldn't it that would, it would be would lovely be for this show yeah, well, but I, I, don't th- I can't see what Rooney's got to offer a club with Everton's ambitions at this stage so that's, that's it isn't it yeah it's mm. about like, I mean he could certainly do a job for a Premier League club but you've got the wages issues but yeah it's, it's anyone sort of aiming aiming high what's he had very true. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to open the envelope to reveal our Premier League predictions that we gave this season. I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to give, you, <laughs> you want to give everyone a round up? Please they do. Listen the Please first. do. So the first week of the uh, the first uh, show of the season this year, um, we tried to we basically re-upped um, the thing we do for international tournaments. We do a, a, a list of predictions in a sealed envelope, uh, each of us, and we uh, and we reveal them at the end, i.e., now. So the, the categories we worked on were. Predict the Premier League top four. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. will Leicester City finish? 
who's going to be the top goal scorer? Yeah. The most red cards, mm-hmm. obviously individual red cards, first manager sacked, PFA player of the year, and which Premier League club will go furthest in the Champions League? Now, the only request I've got is I do peaks. I really, really want to do peaks. <laughs> so we, well, we, we, I'm we, opening the envelope now, ladies and gentlemen. This is, uh, I don't remember what I put. Oh, I... Of course don't. you don't. Yeah. Marcus is... Marcus is... You know, Marcus is quite competitive about this stuff. Yeah, he, he really, he really hates it when he loses as well. I'm going to be, be gutted. Yeah. There, There's yeah. Pete's. Decent. Right. Okay. Jimbo, you have mine, because okay. you're the kindest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember making them. I love Luke's. Right, here we go. So, so we'll, go, we'll go Marcus. We'll go in the, should we go in opening question order? Yeah, we can. Okay, right. So the first one is... Premier. Do we not go round? Okay, let's go round. The first category is predict the Premier League top four. Okay. So, Marcus, you go first. This is Luke's. Top four. Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Chelsea obviously in fourth. So I've got three out of four. You've got you've got three out of four. That's not too bad. But in, yeah. a, in the wrong order. I don't, I don't think that matters, does okay. it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first definitely matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not dishing crucial. out the cash. Peter, you're reading out gyms. I am reading out gyms. Uh, the Premier League top four will be City, yeah. Chelsea... Arsenal, Arsenal, Spurs, Arsenal yeah. third, dreaming, dreaming, <laughs> absolutely you're dreaming. You're gonna get your tottering. Yeah, you got three out of four as well, Jim. That's not bad. Yeah, that, uh, that's, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got three out of four, you losers. Yeah. <laughs> so we haven't heard Arles yet. Yeah. 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 So okay. you've got, so got Marcus. I got Marcus here. First, Manchester City. Yeah. Second, Spurs. Third, Man United. Fourth, Chelsea. Mm. So three out of four bad, as well. Yeah. Yeah, and Pete's gone for um, first Sunderland, <laughs> second <laughs> Aston. But no, uh, Pete's, Pete's got Chelsea, City, United, and Arsenal. So he's got uh, two out of four. On, you Chelsea, predict- Chelsea. You predicted Chelsea. You're gonna yeah. make it a yeah. blue day. That's very impressive from yeah. Peter. Pete right. won the predictions in the Euro 2016. He did. He's, he did. I think he's on. So for the next it. category is uh, which position Leicester will finish in. Yeah, mm. where are Leicester going to finish? Luke. Uh, well, just to let you know, they finished twelfth. Yeah, so yep. Luke. 12th. You said they would finish eighth. Okay, four places out. Not Which, too bad. To no. be fair, they probably should have done, done at yeah. least. Let's yeah. be fair. Hey, what's Jim got? Uh, Jim said seventh. Oh, oh okay. Marcus said seventh. Oh. Okay, so I'm closer so far. Pete? Pete said fifteenth. Yeah. Three oh. out. Said, you said were, you were very negative on them yeah, at the start of the season. I thought they were going to be uh, relegation so I think candidates. Pete takes that one. He does. He Pete does. takes that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Top goal scorer next, isn't top, it? Top goal scorer. Luke, uh, you put... Sir... Well, no, I'm going to tell you who it was first. Always uh-huh. the same. Well, we talked about that. Harry Kane, 29 goals. You said Sergio Aguero. Okay. That's not so bad. No. It's wrong. Jim also said, <laughs> Jim also said Sergio Aguero. Yeah. Also wrong. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Marcus went for Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Of course I did. Oh, of course I thought, you know. Romantic. And if not for injuries, he would have been. So, half a point to me. Yeah. Pete, <laughs> <laughs> Pete went for Diego Costa, so none of us got that. None of us got that. Um, most red cards. Well, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, most... I would, off, of, off of last season's uh, performance, I shouldn't have got that. Most red cards. <laughs> it was it was it was a joint prize mm-hmm. uh, for this uh, in, in reality. Yes. Right. Like, yeah, uh, Fernandinho, Granite Xhaka, and Miguel Britos all got two red cards. Mm. Um, that seems like not a lot. No, yeah, exactly, mm, yeah, not, not a lot at all. Uh, Curtis Davis is what Luke put. Yeah, I don't know where I got that from. He's, he's a bit. He's a bit <laughs> I thought. I th- do you know what? He'll play every game. Hazard. They're going to be up against it, and he yeah. does like to dive in. That's probably right. right. Okay. Yeah. Peter? Uh, Jim went for Granit Xhaka as well. Oh, you got it! Yeah. Yeah. What a man. Yeah. Marcus went for Victor Wanyama. He was too disciplined. He was, he wasn't was. he? We were only saying yeah. that the other week. <laughs> uh, Pete went for Jamie Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you eat that Contributed many Skittles. Contributed 15th. Well done, Jim. Yeah, he got a red last season, of course. <laughs> um, but there we are. Uh, first manager sacked. And the correct answer here was Francesco Guidolin on the 3rd of October. And Luke Moore was correct. Yes! Oh, well I done. knew I got that one right. <laughs> Get in there! That feels like so long ago, Yeah, I know, it? right? <laughs> My goodness. 
Peter, what did Jim put? Jim went for Alan Padu. Yeah. As did Marcus Speller. Yeah. I thought about Gwendolyn and I thought, no. Trying nah. to make me happy. As did Pete Dawson. Yeah. Three yeah. times. <laughs> Alan Padu, Alan Padu, Alan Padu. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought I'd gone for Walter Mazzari. I must have changed my mind. I thought oh. I'd sort of play into his percentages. That would have been wrong as well. But there we are. Player of the year. Player of the year. Which was, of course, N'Golo Kante. Yeah, and the short list was um, Harry Kane, N'Golo Kante, Alexis Sanchez, Zlatan, Romelu Lukaku, and Aiden Hazard. Mm-hmm. But the winner was N'Golo Kante. The winner was, uh, uh, but you put Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He was shortlisted. He was shortlisted. <laughs> he was shortlisted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as, then, as was Alexis Sanchez, which Jim went for. Yeah. Mm, as wasn't Eric Lamella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which Marcus injury, 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 me again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was on for a big season. Yeah. yeah. Apart from that injury. Pete went for Emil Heskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete went for Aiden Hazard, also shortlisted. Yeah. The anchor of this show is the only man who didn't pick a shortlisted player. Yeah, well, he would have been. He, were, he would have won that if it weren't for that pesky injury. Um, which <laughs> English club would go furthest in the Champions League? Of course, it was Leicester City. With a quarterfinal appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Luke was wrong when he said Man City. Mm. Pete, Ooh. what did Jim say? Uh, club to go furthest in the Champions League, Man City. Marco said the same, Man City. Oh. And Pete said Man City as well. Yeah, we, we, we had high hopes for them, didn't well, we? Yeah, we really did. Mr Pep Pep. All of us, apart from Pete, went for Man City to win the league and then go furthest in uh, in the Champions League. Mm. So there we are. And the final category is relegated teams, Mark, isn't it? It is, yes. And that was, of course, uh, Sunderland, mm-hmm. Middlesbrough mm. and Hull. Mm. Luke, you got one correct. You said Hull, Burnley and Swansea. Oh, it's Hull got four L's in it. Hull. Hull. Burnley. One out of three. That's fairly poor, isn't it? Yeah, um, actually, Jim got two, Sunderland, Hull, and Swansea. Do you know what it's like? Oh, yeah. That's good effort, Jim. How did I not pick Sunderland? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, they, to be fair to you, they kept getting away oh, with it, yeah. and they had yeah. Moyes come Moyes in. was going to do a decent job. Oh, no, That's yeah. why. He, didn't, he disagreed with me <laughs> <laughs> before he started. Yeah, so, Marcus, you went for Hull, Burnley, and Swansea, so oh, just the one. Same. Same. And Pete went, uh, just put, a penis will be seen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Pete went, Crystal Palace, incorrect, Swansea, incorrect, and Hull. They were, all, they were all in there. We all picked Hull then, did we? Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Well, we were all right. Really down on them. Always good to get further confirmation that we all know absolutely nothing about football. <laughs> yeah. Dear, I enjoyed man. that, guys. Yeah. Well done, everyone. I think Jim won that, did he? It's probably I give... don't know. Can I we got... get a listener to work I got, that out? I got Gweedle in. I got Gweedle. I'm happy with that. I'm taking <laughs> that with the bank. Can we get a to work that yeah. out? <laughs> My goodness. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Well... Well, Come to the Hackney Empire. Well done, football. Come to the Hackney <laughs> Empire. When we, we, we predict that we're going to have a lovely time. <laughs> um, so make what you will of that after those predictions. Uh, but it's going to be great. It's this Saturday for crying out loud. Still a few tickets left. I've Oof. been planning things all week. It's going to be exciting. And for those of you who entered the competition to win a pair of tickets, you will have received an email into your inbox by now, by the time you're yeah. hearing this, if you've won. So do check that. And if you haven't, um, buy some bloody tickets. If you haven't, mm-hmm. there's still tickets available to buy. So you've already shown us that you're available. Because you've entered. <laughs> yeah. We know you've got nothing on. You've cleared your hand, mate. Yeah, so You're get getting yourself, spammed. Get yourself down there. Or the email campaign will never cease. Yeah. There we are. Right. The hands of Pete Donaldson. We'll be like LinkedIn. Mm. Indeed we will. More European uh, titles to be talked about after this. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystal's. Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Do not forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365 is out this Friday. Oh, it's going to be a good one. What We're going to predict the FA Cup final. What European final <laughs> are we starting with, Marcus? The the, the League One player final. <laughs> 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 which, well, it's in Europe, Technically, yeah. yeah, yeah, for now. Hey, uh, you're, not, <laughs> no, you're not in Europe anymore. Yes, I am, actually, yeah, yeah. thank you. We've yeah. always been yeah. in Europe. 
geographically. Millwall won it with a late Steve Morrison goal. They did. Mm. A great shame that some of the fans run onto the pitch. Yeah. No, I'm not having this. What? Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> they made there Stuart are pitch inversions every week near the end of the season. Yeah. In Up and down the land. You had two lads snorting bloody drugs on the field at uh, White Hart Lane. And living up to his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a shame. No, but Pete, because it's with Millwall, suddenly no. we got... A, it's disgusting. But they were having a go... They were laughing at the players and Stuart McCall, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. that's allowed. I, I mean, it's quite... <laughs> I mean, I, I've got no beef with either Millwall or Bradford. That is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, it's so, no, it isn't. So, let me just it's allow horrible. me. Just indulge me. There's something very, very British about running on the pitch and mm. you've just got your own team promoted yeah. to make a point yeah. to laugh in the face of the people who well, haven't right. been promoted. Awful. Yeah. yeah. It is awful, but in a funny way. And, and to be fair to the other Millwall fans, they're all sh- sh- shouting for the other fans to get off the pitch. No, 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 this is not, yeah. And See, have you tried to get on the pitch at Wembley? It's really I have. hard. It's difficult. Fair, actually, yeah, they, they have those um, wire... It's like chicken, it's almost like um, cattle grids yeah. for yeah. humans. It is. Yeah. Suspended yeah. cattle grids. They, they should really yeah. enter the crystal maze or something, but, these but, people. Um, <laughs> Millwall have uh, obviously had a very difficult season off the pitch, but on the pitch, it's been a season of late goals for them. I remember a few mm. late goals in their FA Cup run. Ooh. And obviously this Morrison... Uh, this, Morrison this Morrison character. <laughs> I was about to say, this Morrison goal came quite late as well, <laughs> in the 86th minute. Indeed, no, it's nice to see Kevin Pressman back on uh, the sidelines. Yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. He used to be a real fat lad, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was, he was he used to be when he was a player. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. No, he was. Yeah, he, he was know, wide. Is he the, the last fat goalie? It's Jim, it's one of those things where in my mind he got lobbed every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just him sort of arcing backward yeah. like if a you, falling tree. If yeah. you watch any of those kind of 90s kind of, it's usually like either Andy Cole or Alan Shearer or Ian Wright, those kind of players who scored like a 300 billion goals yeah. uh, on Sky late at night. Everyone gets chipped all the time. And that's the positional sense and they're so slow getting back it's that's fantastic. one of the things you come back to people when they say oh yeah football's not what it used to be if you watch some of those 90s games <laughs> yeah, some top, stinking goalkeeper was absolutely <laughs> dreadful by life. there was a lot of good players who stood out but there was some absolutely yeah. terrible football on display yeah there we are um, in the Scottish Premiership Celtic ended the season unbeaten that is very impressive. I don't care if yeah. Rangers are a bit piss poor at the moment. You know, they're not that terrible. They finished uh, third, I think. But that is seriously impressive it's a hell of an achievement. Well over 100 years since that's been done, isn't it? Yeah, 80, 1898 to, to 99 season was the last time it happened. They finished with 106 points. 106 points. Well, Brendan B. Uh, I've got 106 <laughs> points. That's <laughs> what Brendan Rodgers said. <laughs> 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 Will Brendan be having a little look over Hadrian's wall, Mark? He's come back south of the border. Maybe. Is he fancy that Maybe. Watford job? <laughs> Sunderland. Does he fancy that Watford job? That that goes to show, doesn't it? He's just gone unbeaten with Celtic Mm. in a holy campaign. 106 was and you're linking him to the Watford job. You were were tipping him for Arsenal on Forza Ramble the other week. I think that's more like it, Jim. (laughs) Matt Zari went to Watford and he he, he took Napoli to second and then he won the cup with... uh, is it Napoli as well? Won the cup with yeah. Napoli as well, yeah. 106 points, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't, no. <laughs> Job swap. That's Wait, what I'm saying. I tell you what, he's, whatever, whatever you think, he's been a breath of fresh air up there. He has. He, he has. has been a breath and of and fresh I think air. both sides of Glasgow would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> they really would. To be fair, like, people say there's only Scotland. That's seriously impressive. A whole season unbeaten. Yeah. It is magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. Well, listen, I'll tell you someone else who's gone a whole season unbeaten. Again, Colo Torre. Double invincible. There you wow. go. Really? You, well, yeah, of course he's, he's, he's yeah. playing there. Yeah, because he, he's been there. He's been wow. there um, for a Hang while. On, don't I wonder if he's away from that. Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> I think it's an amazing achievement from Colo. Yeah. Mm, Has anyone ever done that before? What's that? I'd like to know that. Gone, gone double invincible. That's no, never long. Surely not. Back to back. Like Mario in two pills. It's not. What oh, is this uh, now? 
One. One. It's from Mario. It's from Mario Mare. It's just, it's because Pete's saying it sounds seedy, but it's actually quite innocent. One, it's not back to back because there's a gap in between. No, no, that's what Pete was asking if someone's done it back to back. Explain yourself. All right, back to back as in the two Invincibles have. What's the Mario thing? I missed it. Mario, at some point, most platformers, there will be an invincibility. Uh, capability that you can take. Oh, a star man, a, a star man. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. right. Yeah. Not a pill, is it? It's a star. Um, let's go to the matter? second tier in French Mario. football. Peter! This was like, because this was either absolutely correct magnificent. Me at the time. Don't come back Annie to me later. Is how you, I think you might pronounce it. Promoted with the first... We're talking about the French League 2. Right. Right? It's well, I want you to say that French word again. It's not Amiens, Because you're not getting away with that. Amiens. 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 Come on. Amiens. They promoted for the first time the French top flight in their 116 years history with a 96th minute winner. The scenes were incredible. <laughs> scenes of, of a different nature. Whole bench. Yeah. yeah on. No, no, no. It wasn't just bench. It Running was, over the other back, side of the field was, as well. You, you got the whole bench. You got backroom staff, subs and all the rest of it. Club official. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bench itself ripped itself out of the ground and ran onto when the pitch. you've got men with lanyards in suits. <laughs> you know, a guy who's just bought a couple of shares in the club on the pitch. Yeah. Absolutely incredible stuff. But where they were going to be? It upsets Stuart McCall's so I'm against it. <laughs> Cut the middle fan just jumped on. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you did change my mind slightly about that pitch of isn't it, Wembley? Yeah. I'm not so scathing about it anymore. But they were set to finish sixth had they not have, um, have scored that goal. Isn't and, that incredible? Yeah. Well, that's, that's you go from sixth to getting promoted in a minute. It's absolutely different class, Four. isn't it? Um, the, and of course, if they'd have finished sixth, they wouldn't have even got um, a playoff spot. But, but every one of the top six sides won their yeah. games. They all did their job. And, and the, the, the greatest thing about that was Trois were 2-0 down against Sosho mm. and they came back, battled all the way back to, to win 3-2, thought they were going to be promoted and Amiens scored that goal and they meant mm. they're now in the playoffs. Wasn't there also play. a team that won 6-2 yeah. and, uh, and, and it counted for nothing? Oh. That's right. Strasbourg, they won the title with a 2-1 win. That's their fourth promotion in six years after being put into liquidation in 2011 and being put down to the fifth tier. Le Pompey Highway. Yeah. Mm. So I, what I love about that is obviously we talked about it. You know, the the, the table talked for itself. It, it was quite magnificent the, the, going so into that final day. Was it better than the final day in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> God, that was dull, wasn't it? We got thirty-seven goals piped down. Yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much to play for. Well, Southampton did secure eighth, didn't they? <laughs> they did. So they did. that was your big story, wasn't it? Massive yeah. story, and Bournemouth in ninth as well. Great stuff. For yeah, the I South mean, Coast that, that is an season. incredible achievement from Bournemouth, isn't it? Is. it? To finish ninth. Yeah, South Coast football backed. Where is that? Portsmouth Largely. won their league, you know. Won the league, yeah. Two, two sides in the top half of the Premier sold, League. Sold the club as well this week, Portsmouth. Yeah. There you go, see. That's it, yeah. Don't mention that, do you? Still going well, to do, do the that. football? Proper South Coast. Still going to do football? No, probably not. <laughs> no, what's the point? <laughs> um, in La Liga, it went down to the last day of the season. Real Madrid wrapped up that title with a 2 0 win away to Malaga. I love that because Malaga's a tricky place to go. Yeah. Um, in the past few seasons, they've had actually quite a decent defence. Carlos Kameni uh, in goal is a very good goalkeeper, so they can be quite hard to, um, to yeah, score. Yeah, Barcelona lost against Malaga a couple months ago. Right, and uh, so tricky place to go. Is there going to be nerves? You know, they haven't won the league for five years. Zidane, of course, in charge, you know, won the Champions League last season but didn't win the league, couldn't quite uh, get to Barcelona, understandably so. 90 seconds in Ronaldo cheers like yeah. let's just calm down See you later. <laughs> I love that it's just so yeah. funny like they've, they've scored in every game they've played this season <laughs> they have been different class can they we, really can we talk about the Jordi Alba dive in the Barcelona game oh my game? god that, that was uh, that might be the worst dive I've ever seen I, I know even... that sounds like an exaggeration but if you see it it's, <laughs> no. there's no one anywhere near him 
I, just, I didn't uh, when he first did it I couldn't really work out what he'd done because he looked so confused it looked to me the way he did it like he just caught his studs in the yeah. turf or something because he didn't seem to be appealing yeah. straight away but if you look at the replay from the, from a certain angle mm. um, for those who haven't seen it Alba took a dive and, and won Barcelona a penalty it's, it's no exaggeration to say from the right angle if you see it on the replay there's not a player within three yards of him it's, it's not even that mm. oh, there was a coming together and there was no contact you remember the Deli Alley dive from earlier in the season? Yep. There's no contact, but yeah. it was happened very fast. Yeah, yeah, They're coming yeah, together yeah. players, you know, it's a little bit of a different kettle of, of fish. Terrible dive, nonetheless, but this this Jordi Alba thing, there is no one in the it's same a postcode. It's an yeah. It was worse than that um, Snodgrass one. Yeah, it was. Palace. Yeah, and that was a terrible one as well. It was goodness. worse than that one, definitely. People say Barcelona get a few decisions and all that. Kind oh, of my yeah. God. We yeah, certainly well, got that one. The penalty was saved, though, wasn't it? It was. So that's, Another that's messy penalty miss. Yeah. He did score 37 league goals this season. Yeah, I'm talking about penalty Another messy penalty Imagine that when he's going to get if he can score a penalty. You know, Ronaldo has already scored in his game. You know, won the league for crying out loud. So that's only his second league title with Madrid, isn't it? It's crazy to think that. Yeah, Bale got his first. It was Bale's first as well, yeah. But yeah, it's it's remarkable. You know, arguably the biggest side in the world. You know, hadn't won the league for a while. So this actually meant a hell of a lot. I know that sounds a bit stupid to say a league title, but this one was a seriously important one for Real Madrid to finally get back on the wagon. I'd like to think we helped them along. With our support in the Bernabeu. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we were sort of cheering on it later. Yeah. From the inside. Um, they were singing derogatory things about Gerard Piquet, all good grown-up stuff. Yeah. Um, but across Europe, in Germany, former Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti was having a lovely old time. Did you see this? Celebrating no. Bayern's title win. The team were up on a... They were up on a balcony, you know? like in, Often in German title celebrations, I think they just find a balcony above a square and they just lift the trophy. Yeah, right, and everyone's okay. celebrating. I'm sure there's more structure to it than that. Um... Carlo Ancelotti was past the mic, obviously, to say a few things. Just burst into song. Did he? Yeah. In the, German? The, Love that. No, I, I've, I've no idea what he was saying. I think it was in Italian. Did he have a good voice or not? He wasn't bad at all. Was I, it better than when um, Ranieri got um, the opera singer in? No, the opera singer was better than Carlo Ancelotti. <laughs> I love that, though. If you're a top-level manager, you've got to have a turn ready, just in yeah. case you win something. I think yeah. it's great. But then later, there was, was a proper bash. Bocelli. Yeah, Andrea Bocelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, there was a proper bash for Bayern a little bit later, where a few people performed, and Carlo was singing a duet with Anastasia. That is incredible. Wow. Just, wow. Yeah. I preferred his song on the balcony, I have to say. John it's, Terry joining at any point. <laughs> he was dancing got, around in his I, shorts. I got really confused there because I always get Anastasia mixed up with Shakira. I was like, what's she doing? Oh, no. She, she was playing her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, Barcelona, Madrid, Barcelona didn't win the title, so she might as well go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got about a, a euro somewhere, isn't <laughs> Oh, dearie me. Um, what else? Oh, I thought it worth mentioning Luis Enrique equal Pep Guardiola's win record in La Liga. Oh wow! An ounce of a con- consolation, perhaps. Do you reckon he'll be happy about that? I think he'll be happy. <laughs> rather have won the league title, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have broken it. He'd have won the league. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should have walked away saying, "All's well that ends well." Yeah. Hey? There we are. It's time for highlights of the weekend. Uh, yeah, highlights of the weekend with me. You didn't use the full name, Marcus. I wasn't ready for the prompt. I don't know who does it these um, days. What have we got here? <laughs> uh, Brian Cullerton says, Did you guys see Lazio fans unfurling a banner of begrudging respect for Francesco Tossi during their game against Inter at the wow. Olimpico? Translated, it said, Enemies for a lifetime, but we salute you, Francesco Tossi. Fair one. Nice touch. Nice Beautiful. touch. That's so, great. Simon O'Brien says, The John Terry incident, as it will become to know, be known, is the low light of all football ever, <laughs> possibly the low light of all humanity ever, to which Quentin Sake replied saying, It could be argued, it's not even the light of John Terry's career. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here from uh, Sean Lowry, he says David Moyes, upon witnessing his team losing 3 1 to the champions, decided that the only course of action to save the match was to bring on Darren Gibson in the 87th minute <laughs> and promptly see his team concede two more goals. Meanwhile, leaving three youngsters on the bench who are not, not likely to see the Premier League with Sunderland ever again. Mm. So at least Daz and Jolyon got to add another appearance to their PL records. <laughs> Ben Roberts Moyes post-match comment I'm gutted we've been relegated and really disappointed with the way the season has gone but what do you do football has winners and there are people who lose <laughs> I like that very philosophical is he defining the role for future employers says maybe. Ben maybe um Oh, Esteban Carranza, good name. He says, I, my highlight of the weekend was being tagged in 50 or so Europa League memes because apparently I'm the only Arsenal supporter people know. Oh, <laughs> shame. Uh, Mark Ridley makes a point about Tom Davis being uh, subbed off with the uh, 26 on his back in the 26th mm-hmm. minute. Um, people on the Facebook group uh, saying, where was his guard of honour? Not quite yeah. earned one just yet, I would have thought. Oh, Harry Chapman got in touch and told me about the Colo Torre being invincible twice, so thanks for that, Harry. 13 years apart they were as well. Impressive, really. Well, Harry Chapman. And the sound is the name of yesteryear. It's glorious. Indeed. And uh, I'll, I'll finish on this one uh, by, from Lewis Lloyd Kinnings. My highlight was running into a seriously drunk Pete at the, oh. great, at the Great Escape Festival in Brighton late oh. on Thursday night as we were both being denied entry into a party. Good to know, <laughs> good to know we're both on the same level. Well, he, he was denied entry for being Pete Donaldson, yeah. an old, uh, what's his name? Sorry. Lewis Lloyd Kinnings. Yeah, that man. Third from the, of his name. From LLK. Yeah, LLK, yeah. That man from yesteryear as well. He was denied entry because he was with Pete Donaldson yeah. that's what I think can I just say Thursday night, Thursday night we're doing the show so that's yeah. what Pete's up to well I've got to cover music yeah and I've got to let music cover me that's what you right. call it, isn't it? <laughs> now Peter oh go on hello you were gonna say. no no go, go ahead I was going to say that it was good news for another side in the North East yes. South Shields wasn't it Huge. They win everything all the time they did 4-0 they, they won the Northern League too obviously but they won the FA Vars would they beat Sunderland <laughs> on current form without yeah. a shadow <laughs> um, but Julio Arca in his mob at uh, Wembley which is glorious to see there's some nice uh, nice things written about Julio Arca I think in the Guardian this week uh, worth checking out and York City as well they won the FA Trophy which is good for them because they were relegated from the National League in the sort of the non-league day that they have at yeah. Wembley they had two mm. finals nice to see, like that. but it's nice to see that uh, two well one definitely North East uh, team and one sort of North East team <laughs> doing something because yeah. obviously Middlesbrough and Sunderland and Newcastle can't take the strain had themselves had yeah exactly yeah. Um, I've got one here um, did you see that referee in that um, MLS game no. He needed to go and talk to his assistant. <laughs> I did see it. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah. He needed to go and talk to his assistant, but he was fed up with the players surrounding him. Mm. So he got his um, vanishing spray. Sprayed them in the eye? No, and he sprayed it oh. and said, anyone who comes any closer will be booked while I talk to my assistant. And they all stood behind the line. That's great. And he was like 10 yards away talking to the That's assistant. And they're, all, and they're all standing there <laughs> waiting to be told that they can, they can oh, move. I was going to say he started to like pepper spray them. <laughs> That'd be great. Improvisation. And then, of course, the evidence would have vanished him. Indeed. Mm. I, I, well, I think it would have been on camera. <laughs> Uh, and I've got one more. A lot of people are asking me where, or asking us where they can watch the game uh, on the FA Cup final ahead of our live show. And I am reliably informed in Hackney, the pub on the park, the Perseverance, and the Hare will all be showing the game. They're all ten minutes walk from Hackney Empire, so you don't need to yeah. miss out. Should we give mm. Pete's address out now? Yeah, it could do. He <laughs> <laughs> do that himself, I expect. There yeah. we are. Pete's, right. Pete's, Pete's place, by the way, is not a ten minutes walk no. from Hackney Empire. No, <laughs> it's about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two hours if you're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you always are. Ten minute motorbike taxi, though, Peter. <laughs> then you will be booking them uh, but that's it any, any more for any more nope marvellous stuff uh, well there we are the Premier League season has finished but we've uh, got the joys of the FA Cup final and Hackney Empire on Saturday we shall see you there say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye say goodbye Peter Hackney Empire
remember the metal dish cover they put over room service mm. plates. Right. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I had a full one of them. eating your way into one of them. No. Yeah. At McDonald's, McDonald's, can we, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Pizza <laughs> Can we please Black start? Dad, uh, Take it away. I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.